Hello everyone, Monday, February 13, the Big Sports Breakfast on Sky Sports Radio. A very good morning to you wherever and however you are listening and Super Bowl Monday here in Australia. So we are at the Stain Hotel, the iconic venue here in Manly on the northern beaches in Sydney and uh, there's going to be plenty in here in, well, not too long, that's for sure. Super Bowl 57 in Arizona, the market with Tab, it is tight the number one seeds in the AFC and the NFC. Philadelphia $1.85, Kansas City $1.95. So that is as tight a market as you'll see. And uh, stacks of markets open there on your tab app and your tab website to get stuck in today. A lot of novelties as well. Uh, but, uh, gee, what an eventful weekend, to say the least. Uh, obviously, we had the trials in the NRL, the preseason challenge, the All-Stars game. Uh, plenty to come out of that, but... Uh, Oh, racing on Saturday, very eventful as well. We'll get into that. Alex Volkanovsky yesterday, brave, heroic in defeat against Islam Makachev over there in Perth. And then there was the Australian cricket team, Clarkie. Well, the women were superb as they started their T20 World Cup campaign. The men, well, find the words. Pup, morning to you. Mm, How are you? Morning, boys. Happy Monday. Morning to our listeners. Awesome weekend of sport. Plenty on the TV. Uh, um, <laughs> I think I wanted to watch some cricket yesterday, oh. but I wanted to watch the UFC, so it turned out okay. Uh, yeah, Aussie boys weren't great. There's no doubt about it. I, I think um, uh, the players have got to take, you know, take some criticism for their performance, but I think it, it started before a ball was bowled, mm. to be honest. Our selections are still... Can't understand the no Travis Head. I don't know what they do now. In I think that well, it's a no-brainer. They have to bring him back, but it looks they look very silly. You know what are they going to do? Drop Renshaw and bring him back? It sounds like Cameron Green's still not going to be fit. It sounds like Hazelwood's still not going to be fit, and they're hopeful of Mitchell Stark. And Starkey's record in India is not fantastic anyway. So, um, yeah, oh, tough start for them, no doubt about it. India were very good. But um, we had the best of the conditions. We won the toss. We batted first. Didn't make anywhere near enough runs in the best part of the... Uh, using, using those conditions. Um, and then our second innings, well... Whew, you know, all of our concerns, how we start against spin bowling was, was very clear. So, yeah, we've got some work to do. Um, and not much time. I think second test starts Thursday? Friday. Friday. In Delhi. So, yeah, and I think uh, India haven't lost a test match ever in about 30-odd years. 1987. <laughs> Viv Richards, West so, Indies side. Good time to start now. Good time to start. But, yeah, we've got some work yeah. to do. But, again, we've got to work out – individuals have got to work out what their plans are with the bats, and then you've got to have the discipline to be able to execute them. The, the, the other thing that I've heard a number of people say, uh, oh, if we just sit there and block, we're going to get one with our name on it. So that tells me the boys are not willing to bat for long periods of time to make their runs, which that's the only way you make runs in India. But I do understand what they're saying. Don't sit and block. That's okay. But that doesn't mean you've got to look to try and hit boundaries or look to try and sweep or reverse sweep. That looks, that, 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 what that is is partnership batting. Strike rotation. Get up the other end, sit down there for a couple of balls. Make sure if you're the non-striker, you're backing up, trying to get a single for your partner. That's where you need your teammate to really help you. But I'm just worried that those words, if I sit there and block, I'm going to get one with my name on it. Does that mean that they're looking to make 300 runs in 60 overs? Because that's not going to work in these conditions. If India could continue to produce these types of wickets, yes, you've got to look to rotate strike, but you have to bat long periods of time to make your runs. Look at India. Look at the way they batted in the first innings. 
It's perfect. Great example. They backed their defence. They blocked a lot of balls. So there was a lot of balls that didn't score runs. They're not worried about, oh, I'm going to get one with my name on it. You know, they got themselves close to the board to prevent spin or got themselves as far away from the board to allow the ball to finish spinning before they tried to play a cut shot, pull shot, glance, late cut, whatever it was. When we were caught in between, and again, so many LBWs. Get your leg out of the way so you can get your bat there. At the moment, we're so tentative and so worried about the ball spinning. The ball that's going straight on is the one that's getting us out. So a lot of work to be done. How are you, Loza? Very well, thanks, boys. Had a good weekend. Watched a bit of footy. Uh, hoping to watch cricket over the weekend, but we were disgraceful. Uh, batting in the second innings. We were terrible. Loss do- doesn't miss. He All doesn't out for 91. Miss. I mean, I, I don't care. They should have been a lot better than yeah. what they were. India scored 400 in the first innings. Uh, we got our selections wrong. We just didn't bat patiently enough. Um, and for me, yeah, it was an ordinary, ordinary performance. Uh, with the football, uh, great to see the Indigenous All-Stars have a win. Uh, great to see them play some really good football. I was happy for Nico Hines to get the Preston Campbell medal. Uh, certainly a wonderful player. And there's a story in the paper today where Buzz says that the Sharks are looking to sign Nico long-term and for life after football. Um, and why wouldn't they? The impact that he's made there in such a short space of time. Some of the other games on the weekend took a bit of an interest in, but mainly um, you know, clubs were just throwing out players that may get an opportunity to play first grade this season. We saw what their depth is going to be like. I think we'll get a better indication of what the sides will be in round one this weekend when the sides play. Uh, most teams will put um, you know, close to their best players back on the field to give them some game time leading into the, the, the first round of the competition. But there was a couple of injuries to key players from certain clubs. Uh, Justin Ollam being one from the Melbourne Storm. Mm. Looks like he's going to miss up to six to eight weeks of football. Um, so that'll be a big blow for Melbourne. Xavier Savage could be out for the start of the season for the Raiders with a uh, broken jaw or, or a facial fracture. So uh, there's some of the, the big names that were injured over the weekend. Yeah, Reese Walsh last night uh, was very strong, scored the opening try for the Broncos as well. They drew 24 all with the Titans. Uh, but he left the field with a facial knock in the second half as well. So he'll be scanned today, but hopefully not too serious there. But uh, certainly looked to blow. Well, Xavier Savage uh, looked pretty despondent there on the bench yesterday. But how good was it to see our mate Josh Reynolds <laughs> revving the dogs up there before he ran out in those blue and white colours that he loved so much for the first time in many, many days? Oh, that's what you want from Josh Reynolds. That's what you expect. That's what you get. Uh, nothing changes with the way Josh goes about preparing either for a trial or a, uh, you know, round 24 of a, an NRL game. He's, he's passionate. He wants to be back into those Bulldogs' colours. Uh, it's going to be difficult for him to get a start uh, in the run on 13, but I'm hoping, and Josh should be hoping, that he's a part of the 17 into the, um, uh, into the first month or so of the, the, the NRL. But uh, look, jo- Josh Reynolds, it was great to see plenty of people here at Maria yesterday. You know, it was great. Uh, 5,000 people, it looked great. Uh, the Raiders, you know, had a young team out there. Uh, they competed hard. Uh, but again, I, I don't look too much into these trial games. It's all about giving people some game time, letting them find their rhythm, letting the teams work on their structures that they've worked on in the off-season. Uh, but again, we get a better indication this weekend of how um, the teams are going to go. 
Uh, St Helens, uh, they had a victory over the Dragons too on the weekend, the English Super League champions. Uh, they were pretty good, although they're going to come up against Penrith this weekend. And they're talking about it being 37 to 40 degrees oh. out there at Penrith this weekend. So Ouch. they are going to find it extremely oh, tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, early text here for heroes and villains. Get them in 0419767272. We'll take calls after the 6 o'clock news. But uh, morning, gents. I know it's early, but I'm so annoyed. My villain is the UFC judging. The vault fight is a loss when he clearly got more hits in and didn't let Islam dominate on the floor. Hope to hear your thoughts on the fight. Also, the Australian Ooh. cricket team losing uh, their first game against India on day three. My heroes are the Australian women's cricket team, destroying the Kiwis in the T20 World Cup opener. And the Cairns Taipans, eliminating the Perth Wildcats from the NBL playoffs. And yep, that means Cairns will play the Sydney Kings in the best of three semi-final series. And that is from Dylan from Canberra. Canberra sending that one through on the fight yesterday. So, uh, Pup, we, uh, uh, we watched it and it just fell short. Volkanovski, unanimous decision. So two judges scored at 48-47. Another judge, 49-46 in the, in the lightweight title fight against Islam Makachev there in UFC 284 over in Perth. Uh, it was all the atmosphere. How good did it look, oh, by the way? Well done to Western Australia as well. Oh. The, the crowd was phenomenal. The turnout, um, the excitement around. I had a couple of mates go, and they flew over Friday and said you could just feel the buzz. Mm. Um, so, yeah, unbelievable event. Uh, awesome that the UFC comes to Australia. And when we put it on like that, there'll be plenty of more uh, fights over here. But, yeah, I look, oh, it was an unbelievable fight. How tough is Volkanovski? Like, again, to go up a division and, and to be able to not just... Well, he, he said everything he said, he did. He said the, he won't get stuck down in the clinch. He'd find a way out. He'd be able to hit him with his right. Like, he, he was absolutely brutal. Oh. I think the result, it was so tight, but I think, like, I, I wasn't... I didn't sit there watching it live thinking Volkanovski's definitely won I here. thought Makachev won. Yeah, I thought it was extremely tight. You finished yeah. great. Definitely won the last yeah, round. Yeah, for sure. And possibly another. But overall, I'm, I'm with you, Pup. Yeah, the but fourth, he, just got, he just got stuck in the clinch in the fourth and couldn't get yeah. out. That was, that was the killer, I reckon, for he, him. And he also landed quite a few jabs on Volkanovski. Yeah. He's got a very, very strong chin. Mm. But uh, the whole, I, thought, I thought the whole, what was it, UFC uh, 284? Uh, 284. 284. I thought mm. it was unbelievable. I well, Vol- just thought all the fights were great to watch. Volkanovski's tweeted overnight, uh, just watched the fight. I definitely think I won two, three, and five. Surprised I didn't get my hand raised. Let's do the rematch anywhere, anytime. Because yeah, he, okay. indi- he indicated in, in the ring after the fight where he showed so much class, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he, he didn't actually look that disappointed when his hand didn't get raised. That, that was it. Like, I think he obviously thought I might have just lost or it was really tight. But so I didn't see that tweet, though. Uh, he well, he he's supposed to go back to the featherweight division now and fight Rodriguez, who, who won the fight before. Mo- he looks unbelievable as well. Yeah. So uh, but that now would be he a wants great a fight. The thing is, I think people will want to see that rematch because everyone loved it so much. So you know, it's for Dana White <sighs> and for the UFC to figure yeah. out. But did you see it, Loz? Did you see much no, of it? No, I didn't see it. I was watching uh, the trials, uh, watching the Raiders. Uh, run around there at uh, Maruya yesterday, but uh, no, just reading about it this morning. Uh, look, my young bloke watched it. I asked him how it was. Mm. Uh, he was sort of saying that he felt the other guy won, mm. um, and that was the general consensus within their group yeah. as well. They wanted Volkanovski to win. Yeah. 
but the general consensus within the, the, their group was, no, he, he lost. He did himself proud, though. Volkanovski. Yeah, he did fight. Mate, yeah. unbelievable. He's that tough. So tough, isn't he? Oh, his ability to get out of what many of Makachev's opponents can't. And absolute can. crackers as well. Oh, Didn't yeah. flinch. Yeah. Did not take a backward step. Unbelievable. Well, it was certainly a dramatic weekend on the racetrack, but uh, also offered as far as uh, this headline on the front page of the Daily Telegraph is concerned. Racing plot to kill New South Wales revealed how jealous rivals conspired to bring down Volandis is the headline there, an exclusive uh, here. And uh, Race New South Wales is bringing court action in the New South Wales Supreme Court against racing authorities in Victoria, Queensland, South Australia and Western Australia. And uh, the reason for this being... Uh, is, uh, well, there's talk of uh, the other states looking to form a cartel to essentially, you know, freeze New South Wales out in uh, decision-making, etc. And, uh, well, this is, uh, again, just a reaction to, I guess, you know, the, all the work Peter Volandis has done in creating these new races and uh, increasing prize money, etc. And uh, the other states, according to these court documents looking to conspire against racing New South Wales going forward. So we'll see how this all plays out in court. But gee, uh, mentioned on the track, talk about an eventful Saturday. We had a fall in the English Millennium. Tom Marquand ended up in hospital. The filly Dorothy Gale thankfully was okay. And uh, Marquand, although very sore, believes he, uh, believe he'll make a full recovery as well. A remorseful Josh Parr, he copped 20 meetings. Uh, Annabelle Neesham, she was sprinting down the track to make sure Do- Tom Marquand and a filly were okay as her other uh, gun filly learning to fly ended up winning the race. There was a protest uphill in the CF4. Uh, we saw in secret at Enemo Superb. And Sue Ravenelli won the country championships qualifier at Tun Curry yesterday as well for Terry Evans. So it was all happening, Loz. Unfortunately, Charm Stone let us down for the multi. Yeah, um, yeah, not good, Mido. I was thinking that you were going to overlook that. But uh, uh, she didn't pull up great, Charm Stone. Um, so um, I wouldn't be giving up on her just yet in terms of a blue diamond. Uh, but certainly didn't run up the expectation on the weekend. Uh, interesting, this story in the Daily Telegraph today, though, about locking New South Wales out and all the other states uh, conspiring uh, against them. Um, I would have thought when one state is being so good at racing, you would want to try and follow the lead and try and be as good as what they were. New South Wales racing sets the bar so high. Um, you know, there's a lot more interest in racing in this state uh, than some of the others at, at, at the moment. Uh, and one of the reasons is because they're successful in the introduction of these highly successful events like the, uh, the Everest. Uh, so I would have thought that the other states uh, would have been thinking that we need to, to lift our game as well. But, geez, didn't Animo an in-secret return in fantastic style uh, on the weekend? Um, you know, I know that uh, James Cummings was very bullish about Animo and talking about... Um, you know, the preparation that he's in for and, um, you know, he's just an unbelievable horse. He is an unbelievable horse. Doesn't win by a lot, but you just know he's got a lot more to give. Hmm. Gee, I thought Nash's ride on In Secret was great too on Saturday because sort of missed the kick a bit and just didn't panic. Well, and... that's why you have the good jockeys on, isn't it? You know, they, they know how to get the job done. Uh, she's a beauty uh, in secret and they've got some good horses in their stable. Uh, but that's what we love about racing this time of year too. You know, coming into the autumn up here in Sydney, there's some big races on the card, big prize money, 
um, and you want to have the best jockeys on board because they'll give yourselves the best chance of winning a big race. Uh, now, on the back page of the Daily Telegraph, in fact, looks like the Telegraph and the Herald saying different things about Travis Head here. Uh, head in the sand, Warner to survive axing calls as selectors stand by battling opener is the back page of the telly. On the back page of the Herald, uh, we've got Warner faces axe with head a chance to open is the headline here. So uh, based on Paddy Cummins' comments yesterday, Pup, not so sure they are going to necessarily bring Travis Head straight back into the side, which would raise a lot of eyebrows, yeah. to say the least. I mean, a lot's going to depend on, obviously, Cameron Green and, and his fitness as well, you would think. But uh... I don't think it should, though. I think the top five picks itself, based on, like I said before, a ball was bold, experience and then form over the past 12 months. Travis Head's the four, ranked fourth in test, uh, test batting, top 10 batters in the world. I think he's averaged 60 in the last 12 months. You've got to give him a crack. Even if he doesn't make any runs, you've got to give him the opportunity. I think our top five picks itself, and that's Travis Head at number five. Keep Warner, keep Kawaja, keep Labashane, Smith, Travis Head. There's your top five. Our number seven picks himself, Alex Carey. So number six is your position. If you haven't got Cameron Green, then you're picking one of Renshaw or Peter Hanscom. And it seems like they want an extra right-hander. That seems like they think Peter Hanscom is a better player of spin than Renshaw. Mm. Then Hanscom's your number six because you haven't got an all-rounder option. Mm. Then you go, unfortunately, you're only going to have four bowlers. So you're going to have to use Labashan. That's why Travis Head's important as well because yeah. if you've only got four legitimate bowlers, you use Travis Head and Manus Labashan as your fifth bowler. Mm. Head's off-spinners would be very handy over there. Mm. So I just, yeah, I, I, I think they're just, I don't know, they're getting a little bit funky. Like, just keep it simple. Mm. The top five batters have done very well for a long period of time. Give them first crack. Doesn't mean you keep the same five for the whole series. You're not doing that. But you've got to start the series with those five. Most experienced top five we've had in a long time. They've got, they're all in pretty good nick. So, yeah, and... and Again, yeah, of course you're under pressure. You've got to find a way to make runs. But you'd like to think that those top five have the best chance of doing it. So, yeah, I, I just think work out who your number six is. If Green's fit, no-brainer. If he's not, then find another number six and then work out your bowlers. Malcolm Conn in the Herald today, too, under the headline, How the Big Bash Threw Spinner in Australia's Plans for India Series. This is something I've suspected all along. No-brainer. Uh, and he said, well, there's a direct quote here. There was a big push for the Big Bash. A source close to Cricket Australia has told Malcolm Conn. So I think in 2017, there was a camp in Dubai. And, of course, we went to India and won the first test quite convincingly. And then the wheels eventually fell off in that series. But uh, you can probably, and I, I suspected this leading into the test, you spoke about not having a tool match. All the players were, oh, no, that's fine. We'll be sweet. Mm-mm. Well, we've just no, there's no doubt, Cricket Australia, there's an undertone of make the Big Bash a priority over the test team for the moment. Well, they did. They did prioritise the Big Bash. We've just had our first tour game. Just happened to be the first test. <laughs> so we should be better. That's, that's we, should be, we should be better in the second test match. Watch. We should be better in the second test match just based on time spent in India and batting in those conditions. But, uh, like, any, anybody that has played cricket around the world. Anybody. And whoever says no to this, I'm happy to disagree with. You will 100% be better if having a, by having a tour game.
before that first test match. I don't care what conditions are thrown up. I don't care what bowlers they pick in their team. I don't care if it's in a, a different city. Playing in, especially somewhere like India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, the, the subcontinent, if you can play a game of cricket in those conditions, you have to be better before that, for, for that first test match. It's an absolute no-brainer. But in, in the same... I understand why they... There's just no time in the schedule because they did prioritise the BBL. Mm. But that's okay. Just say that. Be honest about that. I, I don't think... I don't, I'm, I'm not that surprised that we lost the first test. I've, I've got to be honest. The fact that our preparation wasn't great and some very, very important players in our team weren't fit. So I'm not surprised we lost the first test. We will be better going into the second test because we've played that. But, yeah, there's no doubt we prioritised the BBL. You know, we wanted Steve well, Smith and Nathan Lyon and that, whoever else to be a part of the BBL, yeah. Absolute joke. There we are, well, Loz. That's is where it, we is are Is it a Australian joke, though, you know? I think that's where we are probably in cricket at oh, the moment. It's a farce. How yeah. can we prioritise the BBL ever over the Australian test well, cricket side? why. It was about money. Yeah, because the TV deal. TV, really. Exactly oh, right. Seriously. That's what, what it was about. What a joke. They needed to prioritise because otherwise their negotiation um, and their bargaining at the table wouldn't have been as strong. So basically, you know, they, they had to make sure that this was a strong BBL this year. And if it wasn't heading in that direction, then I don't know what would have happened, but I reckon they wouldn't have got the money that they were probably after. Well, I tried to disagree with Loz about how we're going to go in this first test match. As much as I was sitting there going, our preparation's not great. Uh, we haven't got Stark, Hazelwood, Green. I can't believe we picked Renshaw instead of Travis Head. Like, we, even with all that, I was still disagreeing. Like, nah, Loz, we'll be all right. We, we, we'll, we'll find a way. And Loz was like, mate, we're going to get flogged. We're going to get flogged. And you're 100% right. Just, like, It'd be it, like an English rugby league team coming out here in the middle of, winter, uh, middle of summer. Yeah when they're coming out of their winter and then expecting them to be... No trial games. Yeah, just to be at their best. Yeah. 20 minutes in, they're struggling. <laughs> it's just too hot. It's just too hot. Yeah. And, and when you're a touring team oh. and you go and play in England, for instance, we, we, you know, we'd go at the end of the year yeah. where it started to warm up. It's just... It, it, your lungs yeah. are working differently to what it does over here in Australia. In your first imagine, game. After second, third game, you're, you're ready to go. You know, a touring you're... team coming and playing on the Wacker without a tour game. Yeah, or the Gabba. Or the Gabba. First game of the, the Test Series. From the subcontinent. Eight. There's a reason our record's so good at the Gabba. And there's a reason India's record's so good in India. Even with the best preparation, it's as hard a place to tour as there is. So that's the other thing. I think we just got to keep that in mind as well. It, it's a tough place to play, and you've got blokes injured. It's going to be even tougher, but... Yeah, we we just got we, we 100% we've got to find a way to perform better than we did. We were we were extremely poor.